across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Yes, Audible, the way to learn and listen to books without having to turn a page. Uh, Audible's awesome. I've always been a big fan. I always have several books on Audible that I'm listening to or getting ready to listen to after the next one is done. Right off the bat, I've got a great book for you to listen to. It's called The Surrender Experiment. It's by Mickey Singer, and it's changed my life. It really has. At at first, I was unsure about it. I thought it might be too spiritual for me, but it really wasn't spiritual at all. It was, but it wasn't. uh, This guy's built a company with thousands and thousands of employees, and he's used a different way to make decisions throughout his life, and it's benefited him. And I've actually tried it recently, and it's it's affected me and it's it's working well so highly recommend surrender experience mickey singer michael singer check it out just go you can listen to this book for free actually as a listener of this show by getting a free 30-day membership to audible all you got to do is go to audio.hybendigital.com that's audio.hybendigital.com Okay, Rockstar Nation. Well, you know that one of my main new gigs is Rebus University. And Rebus University is an online learning platform for real estate agents to learn sales techniques that they might not necessarily teach in a classroom setting and also learn them in a setting of your own home uh, by experts who are doing it every day. And our first product was a certified listing agent course which was eight agents listing appointments, uh, hyper-focused on, secretly recorded, and uh, everything made note of and discussed in detail. It's a 10-hour course. We've got over 120 people that that are taking it. We've had uh, close to 30 graduates, and uh, people are loving it. Everybody that's reviewed it has given it five stars. I've got that, and I've got the certified team agent course, which I've built with Jeff Cohn, Big agent out of Omaha, Nebraska, going to do close to 700 units this year. Top Berkshire Hathaway agent and just doing some amazing things. Five years ago, he only sold 80 houses. And so again, uh, I say secret, but you know, in-depth is really what I mean. Um, kind of pulling back the curtain of his office, interviewed all of his all of his staff people interviewed him in detail, got several of his inner office forms, things like that. And we're going to offer that in a course. So I've been asked by several people already, is there going to be, you know, are you going to offer a Black Friday special? Is there any holiday discount? So here's what I'm going to say. Do me a solid. Send me an email, rockstar at hybin.com. Rockstar at hybin.com. If you're interested in a, number one, a significant discount, 50% off of the Jeff Cohn course to get it in its beta session, you know, it's, it's, it's first month or so of that I release it, which will be shortly, sometime in the next 30 days. And uh, so send me that email and just say interested or interested in the TLA course or whatever. If you just send hi, H-I, I'll get it and follow up 
on this with you. So I'll, I'll group them together. Also, if you have been interested in the certified listing agent course, and maybe it's too much money for you, too expensive right now because it's the end of the year, uh, also email rockstar at hybin.com and I'll have a holiday discount for that that will be significant that I'll email you a coupon for. In addition, what I'm doing is someone recently asked me if they bought it, if they bought one of these courses and then wanted to buy it for other agents in their brokerage or other agents on their team as a gift, whereas that agent can take it in full and they can get the certificate when they're done and the designation when they're done. Can I significantly discount those? Like, you know, the first one is X price and all the rest are Y price. So I'm gonna come up with something, whereas if you buy the first one and you wanna get uh, a certificate for each person on the team, it's, you know, a hundred bucks extra for everybody on the team. Limited time only, that's probably, well, since I mentioned it, that's what I'll do. I'll just say a hundred bucks extra. It'll be limited time. And, and that's probably on both of these courses. So if you just send an email to rockstar at hybin.com, just say you're interested in any or all of this, I'm going to send out private emails to everybody with some discount codes for the holiday. And uh, hopefully everybody have a great holiday and start the new year with some powerful, powerful, powerful tools under their belt to uh, list a lot of houses and or build an incredible team like Jeff's. Thanks, guys. What's up, Rockstar Nation? Welcome to Real Estate Rockstars with Pat Hyman. That's me. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for the reviews, guys. I'm up to 130 reviews. As I mentioned before, I need to get to 200. I need you to help me get to 200. If I get to 200, I'm on a whole nother level with getting some incredible guests as they will start coming in more and more. I've already started getting some really really cool guests just based on getting over a million downloads which i don't even think i mentioned before by the way we reached a million downloads last month uh, which is a pretty cool milestone not sure what it means but it means that a million people listen to the show or a show let's say so that's cool but if i get to 200 i'm gonna we're just gonna put us in a whole new stratosphere and by the way, you know, I was on Bigger Pockets podcast and they've got 2,300, right? So they've got like 2,170 more reviews on iTunes than I do, just to give you some perspective. So please, if you like the show, do me a favor. Go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, give me a review. I got two this week, one from Real Estate Gem, capital G-E-M, and she said, love it. I think it's a she, but a gem could certainly be a he. They said love it. I don't know how he puts out so much content, but what Pat is doing for the real estate agent and the investor community is awesome. I first heard Pat on the Bigger Pockets podcast. If you are an agent or investor, Pat is who you want to be listening to. Rockstar guests and rockstar content. Amazing. Thank you, real estate gem. Then I got one called guests are amazing a real estate gem was five stars i got one called guests are amazing uh, not as positive as real estate gems and it was actually four stars which is still good 
but the feedback is a tad bit critical. And hey, you know, I'm all about being naked on this show and being open to, you know, the goods and the bads and the, the lessons of loss and the lessons of gain. You know what I mean? I eat feedback for breakfast. So I like, I don't say I like, but I, I'm not afraid of, of criticism. So bring it on. Hey, Connie NC. But of course, I prefer you to go five star because <laughs> more people will listen. So Connie NC gave me four and she says, Pat's interview skills are lacking. Damn. Hey, I'll take it. You know what? I'm not a professional interviewer. I certainly don't have that Thurlston Howell voice. Well, welcome to Bad Hyman Interviews, Earl Shaver. I don't, you know, that's not me. You know what I mean? I'm just that dude that you meet at a bar or whatever, and I'm just talking to you. I'm, I'm very interested in people versus interesting, I think. But, hey, it is what it is, right? Okay, they're lacking. I agree. They're lacking. And he comes off as condescending. Ooh. You know, I apologize about that. I don't, I don't mean to come off as condescending, Connie. I, I guess I just need I need to pay attention to that. I shouldn't be condescending to, especially to my guests. I mean, I really appreciate them coming on the show. So if I'm coming off as condescending to my guests, you know, they're going to hang up and they're going to be, that guy's a jerk, you know? Why, why did he even do that? He made me feel like a pee. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not my intention, you know? So I got to be aware if I'm, if I'm you, you know... On one hand, people are happy that, you know, I don't let people get on the show and say, you know, I made a million dollars GCI, which I call ECI, and what was your net? And then they come off and say, well, all my money is going back into marketing or, you know, well, I need to work on that net. I'll be like, damn right, you need to work on that net. You make a million dollars GCI, you should be, you know, pulling in three, four, five hundred Gs and not this, you know, zero cents on your tax return. I mean, uh, I want people to understand that, and I guess that sometimes maybe it comes off as condescending if I ask people what their ECI is. Maybe I'm the one with the ego problem and not them. So, Connie, sorry about being condescending. I will certainly make a mental note of that. And then the positive part, she goes, but what makes me listen time and time again are his guests. They are all five-star guests. Good. Because I try to get really good guests. Sometimes I, I record shows and I'll hang up and I'll be like, there's no con there's no meat and potatoes in that. That was like a half hour sales pitch, you know, of some product they were selling. Or that was like, you know, terrible. That person does not know how to sell real estate. You know, that person is, is not beneficial to my audience, you know, and I'll, I just won't put it out there. I'll just be like, yeah, it's just not right. You know what I mean? It just didn't make the cut. It just didn't. Landed on the editing room floor. And that happens. That has happened multiple times. So I do try to get really good guests. And, and your guys' referrals to me of great guests have helped. And your iTunes uh, reviews have helped. So please keep doing that. If you have somebody you want to get on the show that you would like to recommend to the show, and they are making a decent amount of money, you know, 250000 net or better, I would say, net, net, net on their tax returns or, or, you know, or doing something where it's really unique that our listeners can benefit from, something that maybe other people aren't doing. Send me an email to rockstar, R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R, at hyben, H-I-B-A-N.com, rockstar at hyben.com. Great guests this week. Got Mike today. 
Mike is doing well over 700 homes a year. A very, very good interview. On Wednesday, I got Nancy Braun out of Charlotte. You know, used to be a chef and now is a real estate agent. Also used to be a lawyer and now is a real estate agent. And uh, that was a very good interview. Then I got John Lieber and his uh, title company partner, which was very interesting. He's with New Leaf Realty out of San Diego on Friday. So that's going to be a great show. And we had some phenomenal shows last week. I mean, we're really, we're rocking it, dudes. We are rocking it, Rockstar Nation, with the guest. Thank you. And then, okay, so a couple of you guys emailed and Facebooked me and said, hey, can I get a Cyber Monday or Black Friday? Hey, small business. Look, I, I'm a small business. I'm a small. Uh, Rebus University, we have, we have four employees. They're all on Upworks, right? Uh, which, by the way, is awesome. So I think that is considered a small business. So I'm going to do a small business Saturday. All this lumped together, whatever it is, right? From the date of this podcast onward, in the holiday season, let's just say, I got a, a website that you can go to to get a discount. And I had to make something special for the holiday. So here's what I'm doing. So I got two classes. I got certified listing agent, which you guys know about, which is eight of the top world's top agents giving their listing presentation. And I got certified team agent with Jeff Cohn, who is selling over 700 homes a year at Omaha, Nebraska in five short years. He went from 80 to 700 and how he built his team. And I went down to Omaha and interviewed the whole team and, and we got some incredible stuff there coming out. So both of these, I'll give half off. 50% 50% off. And then uh, some of the things that you guys are asking for is if I take the course myself and then I give it to my other team members, how can my team members get certified, get a certificate that they could print out, put in a frame, get a certificate that they can put on their LinkedIn profile, stuff like that on the business card. So what I'm doing is you can add a team member right? As part of this special, part of this holiday special for a hundred bucks. So if you buy it yourself for half off or you already own it and you want to add five team members, a hundred bucks each one, all you got to, all you got to prove to me that they're actual team members is that they have the same domain name. Meaning if, if your name is Thurston Howell real estate group and, and it's called, um, thurstongroup.com, Mary at thurstongroup.com, Phil at thurstongroup.com, Samina at thurstongroup.com, whatever. Just give us those and they'll each get, uh, you know, the hundred bucks or whatever. And you can pay for them all or they could pay whatever the deal is. We'll figure it out. So you could either email me at rockstar at hyben.com or a great way to do it is just go online and write this down. It's uh, hybendigital.com where we have all the podcasts. Hybendigital.com backslash Monday. By the way, Monday stands for Cyber Monday, since this is all digital, right? So hybendigital.com backslash Monday will get you 50% off on the Rebus University courses and 100 bucks for your team members. Thank you to all who are in that community there. Learning away is phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. And uh, again, that's all getting five-star because you can review the class while you're taking it or, or after you take it. And we're getting all five-star reviews on that too. 
So, man, let's knock it dead with Mike today. And, you know, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays and all that good stuff. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks. Okay, Rockstar Nation, boy, I have a super guest today. Mike Mazik is on the phone, and he's in a suburb right outside of Dallas, has his own boutique company, and the coolest thing that we're going to learn today is he has built a team, and this is definitely not uh, if this happens, but it's definitely a when this happens sort of thing, and he's one of the first guys, actually is the first person I've interviewed that is 100 percent virtual yes 100 percent virtual what does that usually mean or what should it mean it means more profit for you as a team and his team is doing 700 units a year and we're going to get into exactly how he has built a 100 percent virtual team amongst some other things so mike welcome to pat hyben interviews real estate rock stars Thank you for having me, Pat. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Mike, why don't you give our audience uh, your bio so they can get to know you better? Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's see. I uh, got my real estate license in 2003, um, March of 2003. Prior to that, I, I actually went to Bible college, um, studied theology for two years, and was a personal trainer at 24-Hour Fitness for four years years. But I got my license in 2003, went full-time at the beginning of 2004. You know, as far as from a business standpoint, it's been pretty much a a steady rise ever ever since that point. I was, you know, rookie of the year, my first year in the business. Um, Worked the Mike Ferry program, kind of became known. I was, I really, what put me on the map was expireds and canceled listings. That was what got my business off the ground. And then um, ever since then, it's just been kind of a steady rise, and the team has grown. Uh, married, got two kids, 11 and 9. So um, that's where I'm at. I love that. I love that story because it shows that you're a normal guy, right? You started out doing, you know, uh, as uh, Kiyosaki, who I interviewed yesterday, would say, um, you know, you started out as the employee you moved yourself over to the self-employed, the S quadrant. Now you you moved yourself over to the B quadrant, the 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 you know business owner quadrant. And I, I love how you've done that in a short period of time. So um, let's get into some nitty gritty. So you sold seven hundred some houses last year, right? Well, okay, no, I'm we are on track to close close to seven hundred this year. Last year we closed four hundred and eighty eight. Okay. So all right, let's talk about the four eighty eight. What was your ECI, as I call it, ego commission income? What was your what was your gross commission income last year? Last year was three point one million. Okay, beautiful. And what's your profit margin? Last year a profit margin was twenty point eight percent. And this year we're down a little bit. We're at about between 17 and 18 percent. I got off to a slow start in the first quarter, and we've been making up ground since then. So I'm expecting to probably finish between 19 and 20 percent this year. Okay. And you said 3.1 million or 3.8 million? I forget. 
Uh, last year was three point one million. Three point one million. So you made six twenty, let's say, or a little over six twenty, which isn't bad, right? That's not chump change. You know, you're doing sixty thousand dollars profit in your pocket a month. Okay, so let's talk about that. So you have this team, right? And first of all, do you do listings and buyers yourself? I have not done a listing and a buyer probably in two to three years. Okay, so if I ask everybody, listen, who would want to work from home? not do a buyer listing for for two or three years and make 60 grand profit a month everybody would raise their hand except for the ones that are making more than that and maybe um or maybe some because they want your gig right because you're you're working virtually so tell me about your virtual team when did you decide i'm going to create a virtual team versus a traditional uh, team where you have, uh, you know, a meeting space and desks and computers and phones and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, it was really when I, about three or four years ago when I left, I, I left KW just because at that point in my business, I, I felt like the numbers didn't make sense. Um, huge fan of KW as a company, but uh, I left there and decided to branch out on my own. And honestly, I guess my issue with the virtual space was that I have this all or nothing personality. And so it was one of those things where it was like, if I was going to have an office, then I was going to have a really freaking bad to the bone office. I mean, it was, I wanted, you know, I wanted it to be like the, the, the Google for real estate office. And, and the issue is that as I, as I delved into that more and I thought about it more, it just didn't make sense for several reasons. Um, number one, one, I realized that if I was going to do that, then as I begin to scale the company and move into other areas, then I was going to have to have, you know, four or five, six of those offices. And I just, I couldn't afford to do that. It just didn't make sense financially. And then also looking at the fact that honestly, I believe that it doesn't matter how awesome I make this office. I think that I'm going to find that if I've got a hundred agents working for me, four or five of them are going to be in the office at any given time. And so I decided to just take everything, you know, again, it was that all or nothing personality. I, I, if I couldn't do it all the way and it didn't make sense, I decided to just do nothing and stay virtual. And I've been happy with that decision ever since. Yeah. I, and, and the funny thing is I agree with you, unless you have a office that um, requires an hour of power or requires prospecting and mojo dialer and things like that. You know, if your office is pretty much, you know, here's the leads, deal with them, the agents are never going to be there all at once. Like you said, you could have 100 agents and you might walk in on a Tuesday at one in the afternoon and see three if you're lucky. So so I agree with you. Now, what, what I want to ask you is this. OK, so, you know, you've got a 20 percent profit, which is commendable because, you know, some people will come on the show and say, hey, you need 50, you need 40, whatever. But I, I've always thought if you're going to have a big team and you're not going to be in production yourself and you're actually going to have to pay out a significant cost of goods sold, which is which is commissions, you're paying out commissions to other people. If you can get somewhere between 20 and say 35 percent, that's 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 excellent for the way you run it and the amount of time that you put into it and and the fact that you're doing it out of your house. So let me ask you this. If you were to go non-virtual, right, and you were to get an office and uh, have everybody working out of that office, what do you think that would take your profit margin down to from 20% or 21%? Well, I... 
I would, I think that it's going to cut it in half easily because the issue with me right now is that it's not one office. I, I'm going to have, because I've got, you know, with where I'm located, I've got agents working for me in all different parts of the Metroplex. And some of them work, you know, live in 40, 50 miles away from where I'm at. And so I'm going to be looking at having to have two to three offices. So it's going to cut my profit easily in half, um, if not more. Okay. All right. So then you go from 20 to 10% profit, which wouldn't be as fun, obviously. So, okay. So I think everybody knows how to do a virtual office, meaning it's as simple as, Hey, you know, you just work off your cell phone and your laptop and you meet people in a Starbucks or, or a title company or whatever you want to. There's millions of ways on how to do it. But what, what the listeners I think really want to know is what tools are you using to keep everything together. So to keep, so the right hand knows what the left hand is doing all at, at all times. And you don't want to, and you don't have one of these dysfunctional sort of teams. Give it, can you give us some exact softwares, phone apps, um, systems that you're using right now, Mike? Absolutely. Um, honestly, I mean, there, there's really two, two big ones. Um, and, and those are uh, Dropbox. Dropbox is, you know, our our central, you know, online in the cloud database for everything that for all of our documents as a team. Um, and Top Producer. I mean, and, and I know that Top Producer is is a lot of agents and are going to say it's a pretty antiquated system. I, I would probably agree with that. We just haven't switched. And it, you know, it, that's what sets up all of our action plans for all of our different administrative staff and keeps us on task. But Top Producer and Dropbox are probably the the bulk of what keeps us on point and um, ensures that everybody's getting their job done on a, a daily basis. So uh, um, let's dig into Dropbox a little bit. So do you, do you pay, pay $75 for each of your agents and each of your staff, or are you all using the same account? How are you working with that? Uh, I Whenever somebody comes... One of the agent fees, whenever I bring somebody on board, is they have their yearly Dropbox fee. So, and I think it's, I, I'm maybe a hundred, hundred and twenty a year, something like that. I, I could be, be off a little bit, but that that's one of the agent fees they pay. Okay, maybe I'm thinking seventy five dollars, and you get, um, I think it's seventy five dollars, you get five, seventy five dollars a month, and you get like five uh, usernames. So that's probably about right. So yeah, we're well beyond that. So Dropbox is is a a pretty hefty fee for us, right? now. And, and tell me about, you know, what, how they're using it other just than a place to just store maybe some contracts. I mean, what, how do they use it? And, and talk to me about that. Uh, well, full disclosure here, uh, I'm probably not the best person to ask that question because I don't manage any of that process. I've got that's one person on my team who manages all of our administrative stuff and all of our tr- agent training as far as teaching them all the Dropbox system. So, but I know that I know that probably one of the biggest things is the the Dropbox phone app. I mean, I know that that what I hear from from Anita, the girl on my team who runs that that portion of that side of our business is that there's a lot of functionality with the Dropbox phone app um, in being able to retrieve and send documents 
documents and, and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I, I know that, uh, uh, again, I'm not the best yeah, yeah. person to ask. Well, to it, the- by having it on your phone, it gives you no excuse not to upload it into the cloud where, uh, where an admin can see it and, and look at it and make sure you got all the right forms and, every, and T's crossed and I's dotted, what have you. So, so what does your team look like now? We've got, um, we've got eight employees. Um, so we've got, I've got a couple listing coordinators. Um, I've got Anita that that's my girl who does all of our training and whatnot. I've got an administrative assistant, but, and I've got two full-time ISAs. Uh, um, I, I take that back. I'm sorry. I have two part-time ISAs, um, about 45 to 50 sales agents. And we've got two full-time client concierge and we've got one runner that does nothing but run errands for the team. Um, and then we've got, I just hired on a, we're beginning to launch a digital media department within the team. So I just made a full-time hire there for somebody that's doing nothing but videography and that, that all, all of that, that type of work. Okay. And so let's talk about the agents. You got 45 agents doing, you know, 488 or whatever, let's say 450, that'd be 10 deals per agent. Do you have any standards or is it just kind of like, you'll take them on because they really don't cost you anything because they're virtual? Um, no, I, I, I do have standards. Not, not, and, I mean uh, to say it like that. I mean to say like minimum standards are like, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. absolutely. Because you're doing the math and you're thinking, no, obviously that they're not, the, the per agent production isn't, which you is know, fine. They, I mean, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm, I'm just kind of like asking the question because it could, it could be the model. You know what I mean? Which is fine. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one thing to keep in mind is that last year when we closed the 488 transactions, I probably had about 35 agents. Um, and, and so we, we've been growing really fast. And so, you know, again, this year we'll close close to 700 transactions with 45 to 50 agents. Um, to answer your question, though, when it comes to minimum standards um, and, you know, do they cost me something? Uh, they actually cost me a lot because one of my major unique service propositions in recruiting agents is that I do provide leads. So 90% of my agents are coming to me because I'm providing them leads. So, so on average, I'm spending 1500 2000 a month right from the get-go in, in leads provided to these agents. Per agent. And what's that? Per agent, right? Per, per agent, yes. Wow, and so that's a lot. I mean, you got forty-five agents. That's fifty, sixty thousand dollars. What are you spending that money on to get agents leads? Because th- this is good stuff, and I assume the majority of them are buyer leads, right? They are, yeah. And ninety-five percent of them are buyer leads. And um, you know, I, I'm not doing anything that I think the rest of the industry isn't doing. Um, in that, it's really right now. My three major sources are. Uh, uh, pay-per-click campaigns, um, Zillow and realtor.com. Okay. And, and, so and, and the, you know, that all makes sense. Everybody knows how to do that. Probably on some level, you've just taken it to a maximum. You've just, you, you know, pushed the, the ceiling of that level. Right. And, um, uh, and create and, 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 and bought all the leads or, or a large portion of the leads in your market. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that I'm not doing anything different than anybody else but i do think that i tend to go quite a bit bigger than what most of my competition does and then how do you pay your agents like can you give us an idea of of you know compensation yeah the agents um you know i tend to give them you know one of the things that's changed is that 
now over the last couple of years, every, you know, the agents tend to want a different split if they generate the deal. So, you know, I, I'm, I honor that. If an agent comes to me and they're generating some, you know, maybe they're generating five, 10, 15 deals a year on their own, that agent's probably going to get a, a 70 to 75% split on their business. Um, and on the stuff that I generate, if it's a listing that I provide to them, they're going to be paid 325 to 37.5% um, on that deal. And if it's a buyer, I pay them 50 to 55% if I provide that buyer Okay. Okay. You know, um, and, uh, and you're still pulling 21% out. So what does your day look like, Mike? Like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've defined my job as, or my most productive activities is focusing on what I call are the four P's. Um, and those are pouring into myself. Um, so I think pouring into myself, you know, whether it's my, my time with God and reading the Bible and pouring into myself spiritually, whether it's pouring in business and leadership books, listening to podcasts, listening to, you know, it, whatever I can do to pour into myself and grow myself from a mental and uh, spiritual standpoint. The second P is pouring out to others. So whether that's doing a one-on-one with my team, whether it's doing what I'm doing right now with you and pouring out, you know, so just my, my passion is teaching in leadership. And so I want to be pouring out to others as much as possible. Um, the th- third P is production. So for me, production at this point is going to be pretty much anything that deals with marketing. So whether it's marketing as far as recruiting new agents, changing in, in, in our marketing when it comes to our consumer, you know, and how we're attracting buyers and sellers, so on and so forth. And then the fourth P is uh, uh, projects. So what am I, you know, just it, those major projects that come up within the team, you know, as we grow that are going to be the ones that are going to, are going to facilitate future growth. Wow. I love that. The four P's and basically that's what you do, right? That's what I do all day. And, and, and of course, probably you'd be smart too, to sit back and read reports and count your money and make sure that, you know, that, that things are marketing is working, that's not working or, or vice versa. And that, you know, Profits are right and all that stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I do spend um, um, I, I do spend time analyzing the, all, all the numbers and metrics in the business for sure. That's great. I love that. I love that, and uh, I love the way you have it set up. And so, how many hours a day do you think you're doing the four P's? You know, I'd probably say, um, if I'm being honest, probably six hours a day. Six hours, and the first P doesn't really count because. You know, I count that as personal time. You know, if I'm reading a yeah. book, right? So if you took out the first P, how many hours would it be? Four to five hours. Yeah. Beautiful. Brilliant. And is that five days a week or seven? Oh, no. It's five days a week. And uh, I mean, I'll be honest. If uh, I didn't even work Fridays until the last, this past year, um, in during the years of 2009, to 2000 and I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that 2011, probably to 2000 and until this year, 2016, I worked four days a week. That's I great. start, I started working Fridays this year because now my kid, basically I took Fridays off and I spent I spent Fridays with, with my uh, wife for quite a long time because our kids were young and you know, we, it, we found that they, 
that season of our kids being young was really, really, really stressful. And we needed that time while they were at school. We spent Fridays together. It was a date day. As our kids have gotten older, they've become more self-sufficient. That stress and anxiety you know, of raising two children, has it, it's gotten much easier on us. And, and our relationship is in a great place. And so we haven't needed that Friday near as much as we did then. And, um, and so now I've, I've found myself just twiddling my thumbs on Fridays. And so I decided to go back to work. That's brilliant. I love it. I love it. Still, you know, 25 hours a week and six, 700, whatever it is, a thousand a year working out of the house or working out of a coffee shop. Um, I love that you've been able to twist your mind uh, to accept that as how it should be rather than how everybody else has it twisted in their mind how it should be because i do think that you know you're going to see much more people do what you currently do in the future if not everybody as we progress so let's talk a little bit about your concierge service because i've 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 seen some press on uh what you're doing there and i want to talk about that dig deep down into you know how you uh, give back to your past clients, uh, how you maintain your database, uh, your whole concierge level program that you have. Absolutely. So I, I'd, I'd really like to start at the, at the very beginning on that in that um, five, six, seven years ago, I sat down and I read the book uh, Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles, I believe it was. I sat down at the kitchen table, didn't get up. I literally finished the book in one, in one sitting. It's something about that book just really, really grabbed me. And the premise of that book is that is that creating satisfied customers is not enough. That you have to create raving fans, people that are so unbelievably wowed by their experience with your company that they can't help going out and telling everybody that they know about that experience. And um, I think as I begin to think about that, that book, Look, I, I really I feel like in my heart that the entire real estate industry has missed the mark on this subject. Um, and what I mean by that is that, like, if, I, I always tell people, like, if I were to like say that there is a class, I, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm at a big brokerage and they're having one of their yearly conferences with, you know, ten thousand of their agents there, and the, one of the the breakout sessions is titled "How to Generate." how to generate business from your past clients and sphere of influence. And I can tell you that if I go to that class, 95% of the content that is going to be taught to me about how to generate deals from your past clients is all going to be based around post sale marketing. It's going to be how, how many times are you touching that client after the sale? You know, and what are you doing to add value to them after the sale? And I really, in my heart, I believe that we've totally got it backwards as an industry. And that what we need to be thinking about is what are we doing during the sale? Because my belief is that, like, you know, there's been a handful of companies, and I'm sure you would agree, Pat, that, you know, even outside of real estate, you know, whether it's Disney or Chick-fil-A or Ritz-Carlton or whoever it is that, like you, we've all had these experiences with certain companies that have created raving fans out of us, right? And what I believe is that that company could mail us absolutely nothing for the rest of our life, and we will never forget about them. 
and it because they wowed us so much while we were a client of theirs. And so, anyway, you know, I just wanted to preface it with that. Is that that's what? Yeah, well, just, that that's very interesting because you know most people hyper focus on after the sale. You know, giving them you know, bombarding them with things, you know, as many times as possible. Um, I, I interviewed, um, I can't, the name is on the tip of my tongue, but, uh, recently a young couple that basically tap into what you're saying is they basically, you know, give such a high level of service during the sale that the people can't help, but talk about them because they make all the other agents in the area look like crap. <laughs> because all they do is put it in MLS and pray that it sells, you know, that old Absolutely. adage. So, so tell me exactly what you do. Yeah. Uh, so the first step for me was I realized, you know, I laid this all out and, and uh, you know, an outline of steps uh, in what I believed was necessary to create a raving fan, you know, and those are, you know, I listed it out and at the end of the day, I realized that, okay, I need to, hire one person to manage all of this. And so I hired my concierge, my very first concierge a few years ago. And we're doing everything from, um, I mean, some, so some of the things we're doing are, you know, we had moving boxes that are branded with our logo and we, you know, our clients can call us up and say, we need 16 large moving boxes and eight medium and 42 small. And we will literally have our runner will deliver those moving boxes and they'll be waiting in their garage when they get home from work that day. Um, we are rekeying our clients' homes. We had keys made that are branded with our logo on the bad one side of the key. So, you know, we're rekeying their homes and they're getting those keys made. We've done that for the last couple of years. Um, we, we deliver move. We've been delivering a lot of moving day food. So we're bringing them food on moving day. We're arranging for the utilities, um, to, to all be switched and handle in assisting them in that process. We, we are uh, we, we're doing gift baskets whenever they list and gift baskets whenever you know obviously whenever they close we are and then you know we do I, I've implemented something where our concierge has to do one thing um, with a certain number of clients that is just unique to that client you know and that could be something as small you know for example I had a client that had a phenomenal experience and he made this comment that said you know he. And this client happened to be a, a, a friend of mine. I wasn't working with him, but we I called him and just checking in on him. And he said, man, Mike, the only thing I need now is a, a six-pack of beer and, and the uh, winning lotto ticket. And so uh, our concierge had you know a six-pack of beer in the fridge waiting on him and like 10 lotto tickets whenever after his closing after after he closed on his home waiting for him you know so just they're doing certain things too that are just totally unique and personal to that client but the goal is you know yeah we've systemized a a handful of things that they provide during the sale and um and we believe that we're creating raving fans and i think a lot of our testimonials would indicate we're, we're doing something right. Our, our, our referral business is up. Finally, I, I knew this was going to be a long game. And uh, this year, finally, we're beginning to see the fruit of this pro- program. And our referral business has been up 86.6% over last year. No kidding. 86.6%. Now, do you have, are you getting reviews? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, we're getting a ton of reviews. Um, we've got probably 200 to 250 Zillow reviews um we've got a ton of reviews on google a ton of reviews on facebook a ton of reviews on uh realtor.com so yeah we are solicit soliciting their reviews as well 
That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Great. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about training. Like, first of all, where do you get the agents that, that are joining your team? You got 45 agents. You're working out of your house. You know, are you, are you assertively going out there and getting them? And if so, how talk to me about that? Absolutely. Um, you know, there, there's two things I would say there. Uh, um, number one, it, as far as how I'm getting them, uh, I would say, Facebook has been huge for me. Um, Facebook marketing, doing running targeted ads to real estate agents, um, promoting the fact, you know, the results that our agents are achieving on our team and the fact that we provide leads and uh, run testimonials from our agents on Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So those things have been huge. Um, I think that one of the things that I would like to say that is important that I found is, is very unique about our approach is that. I guess it's the type of agent that I'm looking for. Uh, I think that what, I, what the type of agent that I'm looking for is that, that agent who's doing like five to 10, maybe up to 15 sales a year on their own. Uh, I'm really not. Whereas I think that most one, one of the one of the what makes us unique in that respect, I think that most brokerages and most teams that function like myself, they tend to be looking for high producing agents like me, agents who are, are, want to sell, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 homes a year. Like that's the type of agent that they're looking for. And I've really stayed away from that agent. I'm, I'm looking for somebody who's doing five to 10, maybe up to 15 deals a year because I can plug them into my system and I can instantly double their production. And as a result, Result, what I found is that I can create a grateful agent. And I've realized that, like, that's been a paradigm shift for me is in, over the last couple years that I've realized that my number one goal is to, to create grateful agents because grateful agents stay with me long term. Grateful agents aren't constantly coming to me asking for more commission, and grateful agents are telling other agents about their experience with our team. Yeah, I, I love that. And I assume you're running ads on Facebook that simply say, you know, we provide leads. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. the concept. And, and most of our Facebook, I, I tend to run most of our Facebook marketing ads that are, are um, you know, we're using like real stats. You know, like last year, our, you know, we've got one out there right now that I think, you know, says, you know, the average agent who's been with us for 12 months plus is making, I think it's like, uh, you know, 80 some thousand in 80,324. I'm just throwing a number out there yeah, 324 yeah, sure. in, in commission. The average agent who's been with us 24 months plus is making $101,324. And that's after broker split. So okay. I'm, so that's I'm, a net commission you're advertising. Correct. Wow. That's, that, 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 that's great. And then, yeah. And then, and then tell me a little bit about the process. So the, the, you know, you got, you're spending all this money, right. On leads, you have two ISAs and are they just kind of qualifying the leads, taking out all the crap and then divvying them out when they're, when they're ready to see a house or how does that work? The ISAs, we run a shift system. So basically agents sign up for one hour phone shifts and during that hour, so we run phone shifts from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. And each one of those shifts is one hour. So 
our agents will sign up for shifts and they get all the leads that come in during that one hour shift. I had to hire the two ISAs because what I found is that it like it didn't matter how many agents I've had on the team, I was still having 10 to 15 uncovered shifts each week. And so I, I had leads that were just sitting there. So I hired two part-time ISAs to just fill in and they're fielding those phone calls during those uncovered shift hours and distributing the appointments to the agents. Okay. When, when the next shift pops up, they immediately get, you know, whatever is, you know, that agent didn't get, uh, whatever, whatever's ready for that agent on the next shift. Well, they're fielding the calls live. So in other words, if we have an uncovered shift from five to 6 PM tonight, they're going to, they're going to take that shift and they will just field the calls live and return the, return the, the internet leads and schedule actual appointments for the agents. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, Mike, this has been amazing. I, I love what you have done. I hope that uh, next time I'm in the Dallas area, I could, I'd say, uh, let's get together and you could show me your office, but you don't have one. So I'd love that. Um, <laughs> but maybe we'll get together and have some uh, coffee and bread, buddy. I would love that, Pat. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. Have a great day, Mike. You too. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Check this out. If you have a website you want to host or already hosting and are probably paying too much, they have disrupted the world when it comes to hosting things inexpensively and efficiently. As little as $3.95 a month and you get a free domain name. They host over 2 million websites worldwide. Check it out, uh, listeners to this show. Very inexpensive and efficient. They can get a free domain. So I got a coupon for a free domain for you. Just go to host.hybendigital.com. That's host.hybendigital.com. Over 2 million websites hosted worldwide by Bluehost. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.